here Coming through geocache talk A voice on the line I hear Coming through geocache talk It's time for geocache talk Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are We hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching if you're watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our video in- entry opening. And our featured patrons, I don't know what you'll call it. Yeah, our intro. Also, all professional here, all professional. Exactly. It's real. It's a real smooth transition to life. <laughs> uh, featured patrons are the Dig Family, JB Opto, GeoVet91, Nitty Gritsky, Ray Bowl, Hoffer15, H2SG2, Bember, the Happy Hodag, Mom, Dad, Two boys and our new patrons, the four Lunsfords, Gia Cash, RX Wranglers, Railroad, and Mustard Devil. Yeah, I love that one. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash Geocache Talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Uh, 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 uh. I got oh, oh, just didn't have that one. No, well. I still keep it in the plastic too because I barely take it out. It's still in his car. I got it sideways. That's sideways. Is that upside down. That's right side up. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content, uh, invites to special events, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Jesse's got an announcement for that. Uh, those are only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as bison tube level. That's just $3, $3 a month. So let's jump right into show 208. So welcome to the show, Geopat92. Patrick Walsh, welcome to the welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you guys for having me. Hello, everybody out there in the, the geocaching world. I'll spit it out. Dude, I'm so glad you're here. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up, man. I'm ready, man. I'm excited to be back. I've missed everybody. So much to talk about. Yes. So many people have missed you. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, Sir Drum a lot is excited. Oh, it's, it is Sir it's Drum a lot. 92, but you're right. Uh, incredible. Um, so people are excited to have you, to see you and to talk to you. It's going to be great. Uh, but first a little bit of news and we haven't got a news, uh, opening yet we think we would after four plus years of doing this but we don't <laughs> we'll create a video sometime we'll work on that so that's, our, that's on our 2021 to-do list it is we're going to do that i do want to mention uh our sponsor tonight or actually jesse's going to talk about our sponsor tonight who is ib geocaching ib geocaching i and, talked to uh, you know, I was going to go into a big rant about how to talk about IB geocaching, because, but I, I restrained myself last week, and I'll restrain myself again because I took a brand new cacher out, and uh, only yep. one of the caches that I showed him. And I was like, yeah, there's treasures in these caches, and you know how you always like put your foot in your mouth, and then you go, and it's always empty? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 
go to Abbey Geocaching, get some neat little custom swag, drop it in there. The kids love it. Now, luckily, I came across one cache that the person did stock it up. I just happened to know that person, so I knew they would. Right. But uh, like the other three were ammo cans that were empty. Oh, that's, that's just You know, everybody's like, ammo cans are awesome. They're not if they're empty. They're just a piece of paper in a big metal box. Oh. You stock your stuff. Now, I know people steal stuff. Every time I stock mine, I have to go restock them. But that's part of being a cash owner. And uh, Ivy Geocache has some cool stuff. The buttons. One of the uh, the mm -hmm. coolest swag things I ever got was a personalized button that I found in one cache. And it was, it, I ended up meeting that person later. I didn't know him at the time. Met him later. It was great. Um, and then these little... They're trinkets, right? I don't know what they're called, but the, the little marble things with that are that have the little designs behind them. Um, it's just those little bitty trinkets that you can buy, like, and you know, we talk about IB Geocaching all the time, but it doesn't cost five million dollars. Just spend a couple dollars, draw That's some right. cash, and you'll make people so much happier. Um, but of course, they have buttons and they have geocache containers and they have everything else. But that's kind of what I wanted to segue into without finding a way to rant about the caches that found are empty. So that's my non-rant version. Anyway. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. But yeah, I be geocaching, great geocaching supplies. Get, you know, stock your stuff up, get some personalized swag. Um, there you Absolutely. go. They got Absolutely. Some, yeah, they're quick, good stuff, good prices. They're not expensive at all. No. Um, and they provided us with uh, some stuff to give away quite a few times. And everybody's always happy with the stuff too, so. No, absolutely. And yeah, things have changed. We'll talk a bit about that too, because the caches aren't the same when, when Pat yeah. started. And so yeah, I have to say, and I'll say it again, you may remember this differently and we'll talk about that a little bit, but it's not cool to put out a big cache if there's nothing in it. Right. You're just doing that for a stat. If you're doing that, I put right. a big, I put out a large, but it's empty. Nobody cares. That's Nobody, not, yeah, that's, that's, that's the point. Um, but Maybe, anyway, you make right. the kids or at the time college students, you make them sad if there's nothing in them. So absolutely. It makes me sad. <laughs> I want to see neat little toys. What are you talking about? Exactly. We all do. Everybody <laughs> does. Uh yes. Uh I want to mention next week is uh on the show will be mountain bike from from his cabin in Idaho. Fingers crossed, because I gotta <laughs> check with him on his uh Internet. He's supposed to have internet out in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. Uh, so uh, let's yeah, hope. A thing or two about geocaching. He's been around for a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Created a few things, you know, that kind of stuff. That's right. The father of geocoins is going to be on the show. So it'll be fun having him on, talk a little bit of that. And Charter member, he was there. Yeah, Ryan's like, yeah. You know, Ryan, he's just a... He is just so fired up about coins that I, it's really it's scratching where he itches, man. Geocoins, <laughs> father of geocoins. It'd be great having him on. So, uh, and then uh, we have a huge announcement. We still can't talk about. And then Jesse, you've got an announcement. Yeah. So one of the, as you mentioned earlier, one of the things that uh, I'm trying to type and do this at the same time with the chat room, right? Yep. I cannot multitask for anything. Um, I, I can't even actually type when I'm paying attention to it. Okay. So. Uh, we're doing our book club again tomorrow night, uh, Monday mm -hmm. night, seven o'clock mountain time, which is like, I don't know how to convert it to all the other imaginary times out there. Mountain time is one that counts seven o'clock. Um, the link's been sent out. The patrons have already gotten it. Uh, we're doing our book club again. It's been like five or six weeks because we had some holidays in there. We, we 
extended this one out. So hopefully everybody did their homework. And uh, we're doing a geocaching-related book again this week. It's not really a secret, but it's still a secret. So um, everybody join into that tomorrow night. We're going to have a lot of fun. We've been having some good success with that. We started that when it was really everybody was locked down. Yeah. decided to keep it going because it's been a lot of fun to get to meet up and do the Zoom. And you can't really do a book club right now because you can't consistently go out in public, you know, at a lot of places. So Right. And there's not that many, like, geocaching meetup book clubs. So we just made it wrong. So tomorrow night, once again, Geocaching Book Club. Yep. For patrons. Cool. Sorry, everybody else, but it's for patrons. Yep. Patrons. But hey, that's why we provide, you know, patrons. I won't get a long rant, but patrons really, I mean, they're they're the lifeblood of this show. Uh, in fact, <laughs> the other day we paid for StreamYard, which is what we use. We use this great uh, product. Mm-hmm. Costs us a pretty penny to have StreamYard every year. So, um, you know. You know what? It helps us put out five podcasts so we can't complain, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's several hundred dollars to have StreamYard every year. It's a great product, but, you know, none of the stuff is free. The website's not free. You know, um, you know I'm, I'm going to turn into a, a PBS commercial here in a second. But um, <laughs> support your local podcast you know throw three dollars at us and you get lots of cool swag and you get a coin regardless of how much you give you always get a you always get a coin you just get the initial coin you can get that one but you can't get this one anymore ha 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 well you can't get that well you might <laughs> there may be a time in the future we can get oh, the, oh you mean yeah if there's another promotion but yeah that, one, yeah, that oh. one's right there that was for the that was and for the leaderboard challenge coins in the future who knows yeah, lots of cool stuff in the in the future. So, all right, um, that's enough for news. Let's get into tonight's topic, which is Mr. Patrick Walsh. We're so grateful to have you on, my friend. I'm Absolutely. a big fanboy. I'm sorry. When, <laughs> no. I, when I was geocaching and I started, you know, I was really into it. Um, uh, I was watching Joshua. Geocaching vlogger mm -hmm. and maybe a legend, a legend. The legend himself. Oh, yeah. Well, this was early. <laughs> like early on was Joshua and Pat. And that was were the two that I watched all the time. I watched, I was, I was binge watching uh, you two guys because they're great. So, and I'm, what's the great thing? It's the beauty of YouTube. You can go back and watch them. In fact, we're going to, we're going to watch a couple of those later on too, but um, let's hear a little bit. And I know, the fans want to hear uh, how you're doing, what you're up to. So um, tell people where you, where you are now, where you, where you live. I know you're, you're no longer in Florida right now. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, glad to be back. Honestly, it's been, it's been a long time. So nice to kind of dip, dip my toe back in the, the geocaching world here. And Yay. you know, what, what better place than here online with the community. So yeah, uh, it's been, I think four or five years and at this point i'm now living for about two last two and a half years i've been living in southern california uh it's called the inland empire which i had yes. never heard of in florida but it's hey I, I used to live in san bernardino so i'm i was in the so you know there you I was go in the inland empire yeah I'm, there exactly. you go so I'm, I'm technically la county but on the very 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 eastern side of it right before san bernardino county yeah. um kind of smack dab in the middle of la on the west 
the mountains and the the desert on the east and uh i've been a summer camp director full-time for the the past two and a half years at a a, a youth camp uh we run all year round we run summer camp over the summer uh canceled this year like most camps have had to do uh but we ran rental groups throughout the year as well so you know found a job where i get to still enjoy the outdoors which is very important to me and i some people might know through some of the videos but i grew up in in florida going to a camp for 17 years so my mom dropped me off when i was eight years old and uh you know spent the next 17 years got to the point where i was kind of running the camp and then decided hey i want to do this full time so that's kind of where i've been at you know just on the, on the other side of the country but mm -hmm. still enjoying life enjoying the outdoors and still adventuring so yeah we'll talk about some of the places you've been lately and then some other places that you have been yeah udac is um she's in los angeles county really uh, so yeah so definitely want to when you get a chance uh we'll uh uh, catch up and we'll we'll let you two you know connect so you can go to some of her. she has events once in a while and uh, absolutely so I yeah somebody mentioned they love your videos and encrypted I appreciate it. I mean, we we definitely were goofing off but goofing you off, can't deny <laughs> always always goofing off but that's what made it fun so it was yeah <laughs> um so recently uh, you went on a trip and it was fascinating uh, as we were, uh, I was, you know, check with you once in a while, see if we to get you on. And uh, I heard that you had um, been to Utah and um, Corey early on, he was pretty funny before the show started. I'll go back and cause he's a, he's a goofball, but he goes, why would anyone want to go to Utah? <laughs> That's Corey. That's the way he's, He's a good guy. Uh, I don't care what other people say. Corey's a great guy. But um, why would anybody go to Utah? So tell us, why would anybody, why would anybody want to go to Utah? Absolutely. That's a great question, Corey. And, and my answer <laughs> this trip was Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon National Park. Uh, uh, I was cooped up like everyone else in coronavirus times and you know wanted to go do something that I felt was so safe to do. Um, and, and Zion was in kind of a half open state. So they were only letting 400 cars in a day. So I thought, Hey, what better time to visit a very, what is typically a very busy national park, especially over the summer. So right. uh, my girlfriend and I, her name's Kristen. We, we drove over there. It's about six, six and a half hours from where I live, drive over there itself. It's beautiful. And, uh, we decided to spend a weekend uh, at both parks. Uh, we mainly did, uh, at Zion, uh, the first day we did, we hiked the Narrows, which is, um, one of the best hikes probably out there in, in the entire world. Uh, we hiked through the slot Canyon at the back of, of Zion. And oh, then cool. we spent some time at, at Bryce as well. So that was, that was, that was why we went to, to Utah, Corey. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. We talked before the show because I had seen a video from somebody else watching different videos, but he, they had, they had gotten the permit, which I didn't know you had to have a permit for it, but he went to the subway, which is, in Zion, but you had to have a permit. I guess it's because it's overnight to get there. I think uh, some of the these side hikes they don't want to overcrowd them too, and oh, some okay. do involve camping. So I think uh, they want to also brief you on the safety aspects of it. So I think they want you to come in and actually right. face to face talk to a ranger. But the subway is definitely on my list. Narrows is open to anybody and everyone. We we got there five thirty in the morning the first day because oh my yeah, we're like four hundred cars and that's it. Um, and so we. Got to, we made it to the Narrows parking lot. Um, mm -hmm. Only maybe about 60 cars make it there. Other people had to park way down the canyon and were, were hiking a long way to even get there. 
um, and and did that hike. And yeah, it's it's there's nothing like it. I mean, you just wow. you you've got the the canyon walls running up way above you on both sides, so it keeps the sun out. It's a lot cooler. Um, there oh, was yeah. it was 104 degrees in Zion that day. They sent out like a heat warning. But in the canyon walls, you know, it was a lot cooler. So we, we kind of got to avoid the heat. And, yeah, you you're, you essentially are wading through the river. So oh, you, that's you take a hike for a while, and then you start walking right through the river. We had some hiking sticks to help keep us from falling in. We saw many people fall in. Um, <laughs> but you literally are walking through the Virgin River. It's, it's beautiful. Have either of you guys done it before? I, I am not. Jesse, have you ever gone there? I've been out in a few places in Utah. I have not been there since I've been an adult. Gotcha. I've been to Utah, and I've been cashing in Utah, but I haven't been to that part of Utah since I was an adult. Gotcha. Long, long before cashing. Yeah. Uh, that's something that, um, as I was talking with Susan about this before, and she's like, she really wants to go to Zion. So, And I do, too. I, I Just a great... I see all the videos and like, I mean, I got to go. We, we, we need to go to that part of the, you know, I've been up there kind of in that, not, not Zion, but I've been in Utah, but not, you know, for business, you're, you, you, sure. Typically you don't have time. I mean, you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> I flew into Salt Lake, installed a bunch of computers. We did go skiing one day and then we, but so that was the only one lucky thing I got to do on that trip. But then you're flying out. You know, at least that's the way I used to do it. Yeah. Fly in and fly out. But, I've only been to to go caching in Utah once. I've been through Utah several times caching, going like to Vegas and stuff like that. But yeah. I've only went there just the one time for just for caching. Um, and I got to do a lot of the stuff around Salt Lake City and all you know the stuff. But yeah. we didn't get to get out in the national parks as much. And that's we really want to get back and get out in the national parks. You know, when the world gets back to normal and stuff. Absolutely. Although you mentioned Colorado's doing a similar thing now too, where they have to get permits for some places. Mm-hmm. In some parks, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm not totally against that. <laughs> it was getting to where you could barely even get in a lot of the national parks, you know, in Colorado, sure. Utah was probably getting the same and they're just getting destroyed. And, you know, there's people everywhere. I'm okay with them kind of limited and you just you know, plan ahead. Sure. Uh, yeah. If we're keep our national parks nice and especially if they're going to allow any geocaching in there, you cannot tear them up. Right. So. Yeah, you know, you got there. You got there early, five thirty. It's not like you had to camp overnight to get the spot, right? You still got in there, so we got in there early. Yeah, it, it was. I think Zion has been dealing with that last couple of years, and they're really starting to take a look at that. Of, yeah, do we start doing a reservation system? Because it's just get. It's not that big compared to a lot of the national parks. It's very small, and they've got the shuttle system. But you know, there are people. That, yeah, just you know, the the national parks. I've spent a lot a lot of time going to many of them, and. And I can't help but compare them to Disney. I used to work at Disney for a while yeah. when I lived in Florida. And very similar in, in terms of it's this most magical, wonderful place. Of course, one is created, one is, you know, natural. Yeah. But you just, you know, you're you're in this amazing, wonderful place. So it's attracting people there. Unfortunately, it does attract people that aren't always using, using yeah. up here and uh, just make some poor decisions. So this honestly felt like probably a one-of-a-kind experience. To go this time in the summer – and only have a couple people kind of around me in the narrows. I'm not sure I'll ever get that again. So I really was, you know, not not taking that for granted. I really was kind of soaking it all in. So yeah. I see a lot of people in the comments talking about some people are going there. Angels mm-hmm. Landing is also another hike. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but um, it's a, a, a famous hike in the middle of the canyon where for the final part of it, you, you're essentially traversing up the spine of this mountain, and all you've really got 
are these chains to hold you up from plummeting to your death. And there wow. are signs when you get there that say, you know, seven, eight, nine people have died since you oh. know, certain it's, it's very common. So I did that back when I did a road trip back 2016. Still to this day, scariest thing I've, I've ever done in my life. I'm not a big fan of heights. I really recommend it, but it is, it is terrifying. So someone said they're going to go do it. Good luck. Yeah. To yeah, hey, uh, geocache there that's the big question there is so yes uh, i got to the very top uh and when you get to the top is i think from my memory the only point in the whole canyon where i had cell service i had looked it up ahead of time but yes there is a i believe it's a virtual and i think it's a angel's landing virtual i, I definitely logged it because for me it was it was probably my biggest physical accomplishment i've ever done i mean i was terrified i was i was talking to myself out loud trying to coach myself through. i mean i was out of my element i was absolutely terrified um but felt good after i did it so i have got some cool stuff good for you sounds, yeah. like, sounds like i need to go visit that that sounds pretty fun it's worth it it's a it's a, a wonderful hike you know and it's it's once once you've done it to me it's a badge of honor because it's ter it is terrifying <laughs> but, yeah and you, I think you got an Earth Cache too in, in Zion, which, you know, Jesse's a big fan of Earth Cache. Kind of funny. <laughs> you know, in a place like that, that's okay. That's different. Yeah. It's not a side of the road read off of a sign Earth Cache. That's a real Earth Cache that's out, you know, in a, in a beautiful area that you wouldn't want anybody to put any kind of container at all. I, sure. I'll give it a pass on that, right? If you're in a beautiful location like that, that's different. But if it's just driving down the road and, you know, some, some of the Earth Caches that I put out, just skip them. Just, just you prefer on. the physical? <laughs> yeah, this time when we went, um, I looked up and there was an earth cache. So we actually parked at the entrance to the Narrows. Everyone was rushing right for it. So I said, let's let them go. Let's go walk. And we could walk to that earth cache. And the description of the cache says th there's a little kind of a mini waterfall here in Zion. It's not on any map. Rangers don't talk about it. It's The public doesn't even really know it's there. And so we walked over and there's this little staircase you go up and there's a waterfall right there. And it's, oh, wow. it just, it's like, I've said it a million times, everyone always says it, but that's, that's what geocaching is about, right? It takes you to these places. I would have never known it's there. We're the only ones that, you know, they're experiencing it. And it's like, that's just great. So it was a virtual. I was wrong. That was a virtual. Virtual. Um, yeah. But, but that's the menu falls, right? This is when I got pulled menu up. falls. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's and awesome. So yeah. Very, very unique. Yeah. That, that is, uh, Interesting. So yeah, so you found this one, Mini Falls in Zion. Mm -hmm. Uh looks like a cool cool one to find. I mean oh, it's sure. got you know if you know a cache is good if it's been <laughs> found. Let's see. Um many times you know, found a, been found a lot. It's got a bunch of favorite points, but look at the if, if, if a gallery has four hundred and forty four photos in it, All right? Then you know this thing is good. Sure. And to you go know. to a place that is so crowded and all the spots like Narrows, Angels, you know, everyone's there. To go yeah. find this little secret spot in that place where nobody is, to me, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's, it's good stuff. Right. So That is, that is cool to find the, those little hidden locations, you know. Mm -hmm. that, is, that, is, that is very neat. So, yeah. Good stuff, man. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Um. So did, you know, did, uh, did Zion, um, we'll, we'll get to some California caches. I, Scott left sure. us, so he had to go, but, uh, we got some more California folks in the chat room. We'll talk about California caches here in a minute. I do want to go back to Florida though. Sure. 
and we'll get into we'll get into the videos later. But I want to talk a little bit about Florida geocaching because uh, all three of us have found caches in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, can be very different. Uh, and each part of the country has maybe not big differences, but some of them are kind of interesting. And so something that you and I have both experienced, you most, you know, a thousand times more than me, but I have found a cache. Uh, and you mentioned this on one of your videos I was watching uh, in prep for tonight, which is a Florida style geocache. So, I have found a cache that is Florida style, but for everybody who doesn't know, tell people when you find a cache that's Florida style, where are you finding this cache? Sure, absolutely. Uh, unless it has changed, uh, what Florida style, what I grew to know it as was uh, you've got a lot of uh, palm palm plants in, in Florida. So you've got you know the classic palm trees, the kind of more in the woods style palm trees that have these kind of the spine of, I don't even know what to call them, where it kind of, you know, yep. goes all the way up. And yep. usually with the floor side, you're going to find a container down in inside one of those. But when you get yeah. to a tree, you know, there's, there's a hundred of those. So, you, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll do you the favor of giving that hint of it's Florida style, but even from there, it's like, all right, let's, let's start looking and you're 360 and you're going up and down. Sometimes it's covered by, you know, some, some, some needles or some moss yeah. or something, but. Um, that was that was Florida style. It was fun getting. To, I had to just learn that through experience. I'd start seeing it on pages when I first started. I'm like, what is that? Are they just saying because yeah. we're in Florida? And then you realize, oh, okay, this is like a specific style that Florida likes to do. So, yeah, uh, Susan and I were in Pensacola doing their geo tour, and um, I had remembered watching your videos, and we 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 were near. Uh, you know, one of those small palm tree. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I remember Pat mentioning this. I <laughs> bet you, I think I know where this cache is and you can hide them there. Cause they, like you said, each, each part of that, there's parts of that tree that have these little crevices. So if you look carefully, you can hide a little cache down inside there. And I'm like, yes, I found a Florida style geocache. So mm-hmm. I was, I was pretty fired up. So if you ever <laughs> hear it or you hear somebody mention it in a, if you're in Florida and if the hint says Florida style, now you know what a Florida style cache is. So absolutely. <laughs> uh, you've done obviously most of your probably a good portion of your caching has been in Florida. You went to yep. UCF, right? To UCF, go nights, charge on. Anybody out there, UCF fan? <laughs> absolutely. Right. Get some UCF fans uh, <laughs> in the house, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Jim. Yeah, you're right in the cutoff fronds. So yeah. Oh, Derek's saying, yeah, they're also in South Carolina. So, yeah, so it's uh, a similar similar type item. Um, uh, Tom says he went into a tunnel in Florida without a flashlight. Don't do that. Don't do that without the flashlight. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, there's some videos, like I said, I was going through and watching a couple different videos, and uh, there was one you're like, you're just walking along, you're looking for cash. Like, oh, there's a there's a crocodile over there there's a gator there's a gator <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you film the gator you know the alligator was right there and you're like uh film it and then just moved on it was like no big deal so it's, it's just the norm that's there everywhere and it's funny living in california 
when you talk to people, they just think it's crazy. I mean, they're like, they're just out. And, and it's like, yeah, they're just, you, if it's a body of water, there's probably one in there. And, and they are so scared of them. But I try and tell people, you know, like most places, where whatever that dangerous animal you have near you, they normally don't attack humans. You know, Florida, they'll, they'll attack your, if people have little small dogs and walking by a lake or something, you got to watch out for that. But for yourself, right. you know, as long as you pay attention, you're pretty good. I always like seeing them. I think they're amazing creatures. I just don't want to get too close, you know. When I was cashing, I've cashed a few times in Florida, maybe three or four different times. And I, I saw gators quite a few times, um, mm -hmm. but they're not chasing after grown adults. Sure. You know, they're, yeah. They're, um, in Utah or in, you know, uh, in Colorado, mountain lions will stalk you for a long time. Now that's the different they, one. <laughs> you're not, they're not sneaking up on you. You know, I mean, they, they may attack you, but they're not going to sneak up on you for miles. Sure. It's just not going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. In fact, Jesse, you, you, you've kayaked and cashed in Florida. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's definitely gators all around that. It is weird sitting level, level to the water with them in a kayak is very strange, but you know, you're still yeah. pretty, pretty safe. So. You know, we were kayaking in a group and there was probably six kayaks with us. Uh, all of them single except for one kayak, so like seven people. I had no time that I think they were coming near our group. They would slide in the water when you went by, and you're like, huh, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> that doesn't seem <laughs> a good plan for us. But then sure. they would go away. They, they didn't want to – unless you came upon them, they weren't doing anything. So. Right. They're more scared of you. But when they do slither in, like yeah. you said, you're kind of like, all right. More scared of me than I was of them, but they didn't <laughs> come <near> me anyway. <laughs> Neither one of us broke that that distance. So. Sure, he kept that. Find out. Exactly. You, um, I think you found this one recently. Let me bring this one up, but because, um, like you said, you 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 came back or been back um, to Florida fairly recently. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, this was a cash uh, Guardians of the Cash. That, of the cash. Yes, yes. This was in a, a park near where I grew up. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, you know, this is sort of also typical Florida looking, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's very, very much um, that, you know, there's a nice park though. It's a nice park. Yeah, and we kind of were in the, the back corner of the park and a little bit off the trail. And I believe <laughs> the one I'm thinking of it kind of, was warning you of you know this guardian of the cash and uh, we came across a container right um, that was uh, an animal that did look very real at first um, oh, wow. even at second glance it was a it was a big rattlesnake container mm. which is you know the one to me is scarier than the the gators in Florida that's what'll get you <laughs> reaching into a hole or something. Um, so we definitely, you know, made sure that that was it, but, uh, very creative and Guardian. a fun one for sure. Yeah. Um, so the biggest gator I've ever seen ever <laughs> was finding the oldest cache in Florida, the Christmas cache, the Christmas. Yeah. You're like hiking into a park and you're hiking. I don't know. It's, it's like a mile or something. Maybe I don't remember, uh, sure. but you're hiking and we're with a group and one guy was local, right? And there was this huge dinosaur-sized gator across the path sunning itself. And uh, we're like, what do we do? He goes, the guy that lives there, he goes, we go around. He goes, we go back. <laughs> we go another. We're like, can we jump over? And he goes, well, you could. You can. <laughs> so we, we didn't decide to do that. 
That's but, uh, yeah, you're out in the middle of the forest. Not It's not a forest. It's like a jungle. Like, I don't know. What sure. Woods. Jungle, it's, swamp, woods. All all combination. But it was a swamp. And that thing was not scared of anybody coming up on it. It was... It looked like a dinosaur. It was huge. Yeah, they're 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 surreal to see, and I I recommend them. You come to Florida to me, it's like you got to go see them, and yeah. uh, to to watch them is very fascinating. Just you just keep your distance, <laughs> stay safe. At no point did I think I should jump on its back. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I never had that thought. Either. <laughs> I'm sure some have though. I'm sure some. Have. Yeah, yeah, those are called lunch, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just remember that that was the biggest one I'd ever seen. It was. Going after the oldest one in Florida. That's pretty which cool. Which is really great. If you go down there, it's a really great cache and a really great park, too. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So, and then recently, of course, you've been doing, um, you know, caching in California, you know, when you when you can to get out. Sure. Um, I want to ask you about this one uh, mm-hmm. because it looks fascinating. So talk a little bit about Max. Max, yeah, very cool. Uh, just the name itself caught my eye. It's got those those symbols next to it. I, I'm not even sure what they are. They look like kind of the the old uh, Galaga like aliens or something. Yeah, like, that's that's what I thought it was. I remember reading it. This came about from you know being cooped up in in the house of, during coronavirus, just wanting to get out and you know right. searching for some high favorite point one. So it was. You know, pretty high for being just kind of in a su- suburban neighborhood, and right. uh, we we went parked nearby, kind of had to park a little bit far away. Walked to it, came across a a big um, just electrical unit, um, kind of on the side of the road. The the same unit that's kind of near the the stop signs or not the stop signs, the stop lights that that runs all of that. You know, right. this big huge huge box. Um, and you know, I'd seen stuff like that before and thought I kind of knew what I was looking for and thought maybe it was going to be a magnetic, um, you know, you yeah. know like the, the address letters or something. And, and right. Um, the person I was with was still pretty new at it. So I was going in with a little bit of a, a big head and got there and we were pretty stumped for a little bit. Uh, we, we could really couldn't figure it out. And it really just came down to, to touching things, just getting your hands on it, which, you know, with electrical, you're always a little, little always suspect. A little yeah. yeah. Um, but they had just made a very, very realistic looking piece of of pipe and machinery that essentially looked like you know it, it belonged there and it wasn't until you really grabbed it that that thing came loose and, and, and there it was but it was just i had never seen anything like it before the way they had designed right it. i just really when you find many many caches over time you really start to appreciate those owners who, who put in the time and the work to make it something memorable so even the page you all you viewers are seeing it you know it's, it's just a fun page it gets you excited yeah, about caching. <laughs> yep. people remember the days of max headroom and Pe- pepsi commercials back in the day so mm-hmm. i see yeah. in, the, in the chat sorry to interrupt you tom yeah, go ahead. Talking about Fear Factor, Urban Wetlands. I think yeah. that's what, I thought maybe he was thinking about that one, that he went into the <laughs> – you have to go into a big drainage pipe um, and walk pretty far into it. I did bring a flashlight, though. Um, I think that's <laughs> what he was smart. saying. I didn't bring a flashlight. But that's a, that's a very, if you're in Orlando, highly recommend that one. It's got about, I think, four or five stages. won't say how, but there may be some gators involved, and, and it's, a, it's a very good catch. That's awesome. That's a yeah. lot for Smiley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, you have found caches now in 
uh, 33 states. So that's Crazy. pretty great. 33 that's states. Cool. Yeah. And then at some point you took a trip to Japan, right? For what was that for? And yeah, yeah. So I worked at, at Disney. I did the college program years ago and met a lot of really great people. Became very good friends with a, a couple Mm-hmm. people that lived internationally. So there were two girls I got really close with, and we all three met up in Tokyo. One came from New Zealand, one came from Singapore. And we spent, oh, cool. I think, like 10 days and just got to reconnect. It had been a couple of years since we seen each other uh, and really just explore kind of the heart of Tokyo. Since we met at Disney, we're big Disney fans. We did do the Disney parks over there, which I highly recommend. Yeah, And, uh, you know, I think a day in, I was like, I kind of looked at them and I'm like, guys, I've got to find a geocache. You know, there's no way I'm not. And I, I, I can't remember if they had done it before or not, but they not begrudgingly, but we're kind of like, all right, all right. And then when we got to actually hunting, they, they got into it. So that's cool. I can't remember how many, I might've even just on the one. I can't remember, but yeah. um, definitely got to geocache over there. And it was, it was very cool. You know, you, you, in your head, you know that this is global, but to actually do it in a, in such a foreign place and foreign, just in terms of, you know, everything felt so different there yeah. in, a, in a really cool way, just a very different structure of how everyone lives and the technology. So it was cool to do it. I kind of felt more, I felt like extra muggle. I felt um, <laughs> at first of just, uh, just, I don't know. It felt, I felt out of place at first. I had to get my head into it for a little bit, right. but you know, definitely cool. And yeah, I think to me, I've kept that element of geocache in my life. If I'm traveling somewhere, it's just such a great thing to do to yeah, put it on that map, to put it in those stats, and you can look back and see, oh, yeah, when I went over there, I, I got to, to geocache. So, yeah, it was awesome over there. Yeah, that is that is neat. You know, that's something that regardless of, I think, over as long as geocaching is around, I think both Jesse and I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think I would ever, even if I do slow down, maybe, if I don't think I'd ever quit. Sure. I think that. I think that a lot of people still love – it's a mix, obviously. It's a mix. But I think there's several people who will cash hard for a little while and then they slow down. But I don't think – in many in many ways, I think many of them will keep going. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't chew cash maybe as much. But you know, right. there's still something to be said about if you go somewhere new, I always like – you know, of course, I'm still – hip deep in it but i mean i I think if you're not if you're just sort of a casual geocacher that's fine you know you know but try to remember i always like i have a son who he caches very little but i reminded him in case he ever does really get get really into it you hate to regret being somewhere because they went on their honeymoon last year to Mm -hmm. hawaii we can't always just pop over to hawaii sure back so (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. know, I told him, I said, go find a geocache. And he, his wife did. And, and they, you know, they had a great time finding this crazy cache uh, near the, near the ocean and took a bunch of pictures. And, you know, it, obviously I think it made for a memorable moment, but yet there may be a time in the future when he really gets into it and go, well, I already got Hawaii, which, you know, he doesn't have a regret then. Sure. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned like life, uh, life changed for you and you moved and you got involved in a work thing and everything else. But I noticed I was looking it up, you know, we were talking about stats earlier. Stats are fun, right? You didn't miss a single year in all of that. You at least finishes every year, even if you were, you know, you're, you're moving, you're getting a new place, you're, you're stepping away for a little bit. You never stopped caching. And I think that that hits Gary's point, right? Like 
at least every once in a while go out to remember that you like the hobby, even if you have life in the way. And sometimes that helps keep us sane. You know, it doesn't mean you have to find 8,000 caches every year, but every once in a while go out to keep your, that hobby fresh. And you know what Terry Vieter said, you know, sometimes you have to step away and give yourself a break because we, sure. it's like any other hobby, right? You can get caught up in it and it consumes your life, but it's finding that work life balance, right? It's finding that balance for sure. And then, I think everyone has a different style of geocaching. I think we all agree, right? You guys are your numbers people. You got your favorite point people. You, you know everything. Mm -hmm. We've got some LPC people, right? That's that's. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere out there, there's someone. Um, and I think for me, yeah, it's, it's very much been my style has changed. My love for it has not changed, and it, it right. has been. Things are busier. Things are different. That wonderful friend group that I had, that we all did it together. You know, everyone grows up and went off. So lost a little bit of something there that magic that was enjoyable and but i have yeah that's that's interesting you point out i don't even know if i knew that that every year i still i still get out and do it and, and yeah a lot of times that's showing new people as well it's so important yeah. to me i like to get new people into it adults people's kids as well when they're like we're looking for stuff to do i'm like well let me show you the greatest free activity you can you know you can do with your yeah. family so absolutely and i've kept it uh, very much involved with my camps as well yeah. Um, I've, I've hit them on property and then created activities for the campers. I, I've not stopped loving it at all. So that's, you know, says a lot about the, the hobby itself. So, yeah, you're probably, you've probably created a bunch of geocaches over the last several years, right? Right. And I have, and I have some created some favorite, some, what I like to do ones that have favorite point, you know, ones that are, are yeah. the creative side, because that's where my passion is. So yeah, absolutely. And that's, no, I would say that's that's, uh, that's interesting because I don't know if Gary, I think Gary will say the same thing, but yeah. even on times when you, you know, get those dry, dry spells or whatever, and you're like, yeah, it's fun. I'm going to go out and find somewhere every once in a while. I've slowed down for a while. When you get that opportunity and somebody goes and mentions geocaching and you get an opportunity to teach somebody brand new about geocaching, not like an event where you're teaching somebody, you know, that kind of deal or sure. like just, you know, organically somebody's like, do you know what about geocaching? You're like, Oh my gosh, let me tell you, you know, let me tell you. <laughs> charges you again. You're like, how long do you have? What do you right. want to do? You know, <laughs> right. But it, yeah, it reignites you. And you know, it, it's funny how those things reignite you over time. You're like, Oh yeah, it's, it's, and again, that's everybody's style. And I think Gary's the same way. He loves talking about it as well, but. Oh yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of creative caches, one of my favorite. Oh Yeah vlogs vlogs <laughs> of the v of geopat 92 we're going to show it and i want you to talk a little bit about it i want to do um i'm going to do the first part um with audio and then i'm going to switch it off and have you comment on it but let's absolutely let's watch the just so everybody knows th this is one of by far one of my favorite vlogs of all time. <laughs> so I gotta go back to the beginning of it. Fan here, and I'm standing here with Geo Kyle and Geo Xander, and they are gonna find a really good geocache. They're they're right at GZ right now. I actually found the other day it's so good that we had to come back and film it. I'm gonna let them take a shot at it. So join us, try and find this really hard geocache with us. Now that's a great shot, by the way. <laughs> of all you, 
<laughs> that's a fun one. It, it really brings me back and puts a smile on my face. Is it? It's a yeah, snapshot in time. That was at uh, I think our first mega event, Florida Finders Fest, in right. uh, in Florida, and and we had a team team mustache instead of team mustache, oh, and yeah. and everyone's so most of them should either have a real mustache there or are wearing a fake one. Um, I think I was wearing a fake one because I could not actually grow one at the time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, good good group of friends there. Some didn't, <laughs> but most of them did. Most did, yeah. <laughs> No. Here's a Christmas one. All right, so Gigi is this white clothing thing. Gio thinks he found it. Let's see. Let's see. It seems pretty easy. You did a lot of cashing with Kyle, didn't, didn't you? I did, yeah. So Kyle, uh, Kyle and I grew up together, and probably I'd say most of my friends. He's the one that. Uh, yeah, has been around the most of doing it. Uh, he he's very competitive, like myself. So even right now, I'm, I'm taunting him in the video because <laughs> he, he thought he, he was very confident he was going to find it. I'm like, come on, man. It's not that easy. Um, like my favorite part is you bouncing by. <laughs> yeah, and I had a fun time uh, editing this one. This was kind yeah, of uh, too much fun watching them try to find their cash. I did. I, did. I, had, I had come, I think, the day before and is when I found it on my own. And was like, this is a great cash. I mean, the, you're in the uh, the parking lot of a Home Depot, if I remember correctly. Right. So for me, I <laughs> I don't like being around muggles. I, I get very uncomfortable. I want to be out in the woods where no one can see me. So I'm right. like, what is this GZ? I mean, you're there's cars everywhere. And I'm like, man, what is up with this? And then yeah, you get to this thing, and you're like, what is this? And you, when you pull it off that first time, it's like, great, cool, got it. That was easy. Why, you know, what's what's the big What's the hubbub about this? But yeah. you find out pretty soon that that's, that's a red herring, as Kyle already did. Yeah, not <laughs> it. But I love as we watch a little bit of this. Uh, I love keep an eye out, keep an eye out for Pat as he keeps going in front of the camera. <laughs> Ninety-six finds, twenty-three DNFs, and forty-six favors. That's incredible. Yeah. I thought the DNF to fine ratio was very interesting. Yeah. The difficulty yeah. isn't too high. You know that DNF ratio is about a half of the accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I had done something like this. I, I thought it would be interesting to try and edit in all these, you know, right. all facts. No, those are good. Those are really good. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be boring just to straight up watch the whole time. You get the idea, they're searching, they're searching, and and it's just such a fun cash page to read through yeah, yeah. all these people getting frustrated and giving up and and people hiding the secret really well which sometimes you know people will give it away in the, yeah. in the log so yeah that does happen it does happen so <laughs> Love all the but you go and buy every now and then just makes it perfect <laughs> i was having fun there you are <laughs> <laughs> And I'll probably just laughing at him on the side when he can't see me, too. Yeah. A lot of people said evil. It was an evil, evil geocache. Evil find, or evil hide, really. But... <laughs> evil. Someone said, is he in junior high here? I was in college, I believe, at the time of this video. <laughs> <laughs> evil laugh. <laughs> so eventually, you know, you cut it down to half, and then they eventually find it. But... I split it in half, and 
Yeah. Um, they even go get jackets at one point because it was getting cold. It was, you know, the, the sun was starting to set. I think they go grab their jackets and, you know, they were, uh, Kyle was more into it because like I said, he's more competitive. Alex, uh, our other friend was kind of giving up, but still kind of looking. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a lot of fun to watch from the sidelines on that one. Waiting for it to end for one. Mm-hmm. one yeah. But yeah. Um, how long do you think that, you were out there with them. Yeah, with I, I think honestly, truly, total time was about forty minutes. I mean, they were wow. there for a long time looking for this thing, and you're not you know, going anywhere. You're not you, going. You're just right there. I mean, it's like the, the page shows you like this is GZ. You know, this is yeah. this donation button. This is what you're looking for, this and it. it was fun watching because they would get so close so many times and go back to it, take it off, and be, and put it back, and you're like, oh, okay, they didn't get it yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's, a, it's an evil one. I, I was very shocked the first time I found it. <laughs> oh, it makes a lot of sense that this is Gary's favorite video. Yeah. He still does this today. He will watch other people in a group find a cache and try to take a picture of himself laughing at them. And Amazing. So that's where he got this idea from so many years ago. Now it makes more that's sense. That's funny. I'm glad that he gets to watch him suffer. That shot in front of I love it. That's good stuff. Yeah, what's, what's bad is, yeah, so our little group, our little Motley Cashy crew, kind of, you know, modeled over after Geopat's little group. Um, but, yeah, the tr- the trick now, Pat, is find the cash, grab it, walk back away so people are still looking. Wow. Get your phone out, pull the cash up, take a picture of the cash superimposed with your friends behind your photo still looking. So they don't know. You're holding amazing. It. I so, love yeah. it. We would have been all over that. Yeah. <laughs> Even funnier is if you text them that picture, they won't look at it while they're looking for the cash. No, no way, right? Themselves with the cash in, in their pocket. They're too that busy. A, that's a great idea. I, I love that. We we would do once we all started kind of getting good at it. We as as you found it, I'm sure other groups do this. You know, you wouldn't yeah. say anything, and one by one we would drop off and go stand in the back and, and start watching until there was two left, and it was kind of like yeah. who's going to be the last one to find it. But I like that idea, yeah. I like the picture yeah. idea. That's pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, you had the my favorite thing is you. you it was kind of like the huckle buckle, but you'd walk away and go, "I found it! I found it! Found it! Found it! Yep, found it! I found it!" So but that video was fun. I, I it was. It was kind of, I'd say, at the peak of that whole channel, where I was just mm-hmm. really loving it for for the fun of it, the hobby side. There was a community growing. You know, there were fans and people. It was a lot of fun, and and I remember spending a lot of time on that one. And if you look at my channel, that's that's the number one video. You know, that's gotten the most views out of yeah. anything. So it's clearly for whatever reason struck a chord. People like watching it. They like seeing other people suffer. And I think the height is just really creative when you see the final. You know, the final cash, it's like, oh, man, I, w- I would have never thought of that. So it turned out pretty good. I'm happy with it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my uh, my hope, we'll talk more about this a little bit, but I want everybody who's watching, if you would, go give, uh, go subscribe, Geopat92's YouTube channel, um, and we'll talk a little bit about the future of Geopat. <laughs> All right, I got another one to show, and this one's going to fire up Jesse. Um, <laughs> but I want to show this one uh, part of it. There's it's in two part, but I want you to kind of talk a little bit about uh, this where I go because uh, it it really is an amazing where I go, and y'all did. Not it. Many of these exist out there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 
did it at night. Go ahead. What were you saying? What did you say? Oh, sorry, I thought you were asking a question. Yeah, you said not many exist out there. So no, no. Yeah. There's, you know, not many people put this kind of effort into a cache at yep. all. So this is it's pretty amazing cache. The, this really one is. is amazing. Uh, it's it's archived, so we're not really sharing anything yeah. out of the out of the ordinary or out of the we're not spoiling anything. Sure. <laughs> so this this is my brother right there and a friend. Um, oh really? Oh okay, like, cool. Yeah, that's what Geo Matt is my brother. Uh, we like doing fun intros. We like doing fun at the end as well with the see you next times. Kind of became a, a fun thing to always do. So that's awesome. Uh, that was a pretty funny intro. I forgot about that. <laughs> Interesting to see this intro as well change over time. This is towards yeah. the beginning. Uh, yeah, originally, he, my brother right here, Geo Matt, and then yep. Nick DeCore, who was my college roommate. It was going to kind of be the three of us. And then over right. time, they kind of, you know, didn't didn't want to put in the work and kind of said, hey, why, why don't you take over? Yeah. Um, but kind of cool to see the original exactly. iteration of it. Right. It's hey, like guys, a little time capsule, too, here, right? Here with and it's, it's very much like a time capsule. Absolutely. I love getting to look back the the whole thing is yeah the channel is a time castle is a snapshot into this time of my life where had a lot of great friends and then got to do some really fun stuff so yeah i, I go back and watch them occasionally as well and see myself age see my friends my brother age it's it's pretty cool to see so such good times you know are, both of, are those two still geocaching you know so my bro brother is one driving he does he doesn't much on his own but if we get together we will um, he lives in Austin, Texas now. So if I go visit him, we'll, we'll go hiking. And, you know, I always bring it up. If you're hiking, it's like, why not, you know, throw it in there. All these people that we're showing right now. So, you know, those two, my, my brother and a friend, this was the first time we had ever decided to meet up with other geocachers. So when I look back on this video, it's kind of monumental for me in that sense of we put ourselves out there and say, Hey, we don't know who these people are. You know, we're going to go meet them and, and hope for the best. And we're going to meet them in the middle of the night, you know. So uh, <laughs> it was a, a good group of people. Somebody, I forget who was kind of in charge, but almost canceled because there was a hurricane that was hitting yeah. Florida. And it was really bad weather supposed to hit that night. And I think it, it literally came down to like a an hour and a half before a decision. We were waiting. At, we were at UCF waiting for the text. And it was kind of like, we're doing it. So we said, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's load the car and, and met them there. So. And so here's the first stage, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the first stage was a. Uh, some of you guys might have seen it before. One of these clear, uh, yeah. kind of puzzle boxes where you you, you have the maze mm -hmm. and you have the little metal ball you got to get through. Um, it was interesting caching with a group this size because when you got something like this, it was kind of like, okay, well who who's doing it? You right. Know? And at some point, I apparently got passed to me, and I think I said <laughs> I am I've done these before, uh, and so they they let me go for it and. He has a little film can inside, but once you get the metal ball to the right spot, you pop it open, and yep, and we got our first stage there. Um, Yay! Awesome. And uh, uh, homage to this video, you're watching wearing the same shirt tonight, so that's awesome. And I'm wearing the same, yeah. It's it's dirty, <laughs> it's got stains on it, but I love it because it's it's been through it all. You know, it's been through the woods, it's been through rain, it's been through through everything. So it's been a good shirt. <laughs> So kept going, kept going, and it's amazing the different stages. Uh, 
you know, at some point, is this the Cryptex one? Yeah. I think this is the Cryptex. And funny thing with this one is the first word we tried, which I, I'm, it might have even just been cash. I can't remember. It is this, cash. this tall guy, I yeah. can't remember his name, tried it, didn't line it up right. So yeah. it didn't work. And we spent like 20 minutes and he <laughs> would not, he would not relinquish control of it to anyone else. And so we're like, did you try cash? You know, and he, he finally did it. And he's like, I never tried that. And we're like, yes, you did, man. Right tried it, but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> in between the stages, you were following reflectors. And this is like, this is some yeah. like deep woods in, in Orlando. Um, right. So we were like going through it. One of the guys showed up. He had just clocked out of a shift at Disney. And he right. was the conductor of the train. So he's in full Disney costume. You know, train conductor, and he didn't sw- he didn't change out of it. So he just marched right through the woods, <laughs> where and and it was hilarious. He, he led the way, and he kept slipping and falling. I kept feeling so bad for him, but he just you know he just was going for it. So, um, but while you were doing while you were following those reflectors this whole night, you were yeah. also supposed to be tracking on your GPS and tracing what you were doing. So there was a lot going on on this one for sure. Oh wow! Wow, um, I believe. Sorry, this is what, where I go is supposed to be like, really. Yeah. It, it was very, yeah, exactly. It kind of had it all. You were using the app to, to run the where go, and there was, you know, kind of a storyline going on with that as well at the same time. Right. So I loved all the different elements that added up to, to make it work. Did um, you know this cash owner at all? I did not at the time. So, so like I so said, this is the first time I ever met these guys. Now, a lot of these guys in the video I grew to know through, through Cash in Orlando. You know, this was such a memorable night that it was kind of we we really bonded over it. So um, I eventually did meet the owner, and you know, kind of gave gave my own thanks of it was great. We we truly had a great experience. I think he liked getting to see the video. I think as a cash owner, you know, you, you have your logs, but to actually get to watch a video of people struggling and getting you know trying to find your cash was a lot of fun for him. Um, and right here, we got to this stage, and it was totally destroyed. And so this uh, lizard Sally is on the phone. She called up the cash owner. She knew him and called right. him. I mean, this is like, I think at this point, like midnight. I mean, we, we, we started at like 10 PM or something and went, we oh had to go God. overnight to get the reflectors. And so she's calling the cash owner and, and uh, I guess, I guess I ended the video on a cliffhanger. Do we receive yeah, that? Yeah. That's, great. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Find out in part two. So, and we did uh, find uh, out. Let me, let me flip over to part two real, <laughs> real quick and continue the story. I think she woke him up, honestly. I think like really? he, he, he got the call, woke him up. Um, I think he did know we were going. I think they gave him a heads up, but I think he still oh, okay. was sleeping at the time because it was late. Uh, and he gave he gave us the info we needed to keep going. So that was only disappointing that that one was destroyed. But, you know, it, it, you could kind of see it was a puzzle with like horseshoes where you're having to undo them. Um, so it would have been a cool stage to actually do. <laughs> I guess opening with some more goofing off with my brother and friend. Yeah, <laughs> so night cash, where I go, five five, five five puzzles, yeah. uh, group of friends. That sounds just about like the perfect kind of caching. It really I mean, was. It had it all. Those cans. That's, yeah. You you want you want ammo cans? You know, long ammo long, cans. Long great puzzles. The reflectors were cool. The, the like you said, trace on the GPS was something unique. I had never done a five five, so this was my first five five. Didn't know really nice. what to expect, and yeah, it really just had it all. Um, so here's the yeah, here's the the cryptex. Cryptex, um, awesome. There was a threat 
of of yeah rain the whole night like i said so yeah that attitude as well it's nighttime right so you, you can't see anything so we kind of kept waiting for it to happen and uh well so here's the question that was your first five five ever how how first far and you found it how like, far you, what it had a monkey puzzle in there as well say but, how, sorry just sorry, what was the question how far this five five and this cash here i mean this is an amazing cash right um yeah. do you remember what year you found that so I'm gonna guess this this happened in maybe the first year of my geocaching. The year itself probably would have been like 2011. I'm gonna guess yeah. something like that. Um, but you know, had for at least myself personally, I had been wanting to to take on that challenge of all right, let's do a five five. And overnight, we had never done where ago. So yeah, it was a good kind of. Uh, I don't know if it was a milestone for me or not. I can't remember. I'm not sure if it was. But yeah, uh, would have been was- a good one. It was placed in 2010. Uh, yeah, you found it. It was April 22nd, 2012. 2012, okay. So yeah, it looks like it was only found. This one in particular, too, was only found by, what, 32 people? Really? So it just didn't survive yeah. very long. Yeah, it, so it, it should have been – it could have been found by more, but that's a hard one, right? So, But 92% favorited it. Yeah, so that's yeah. I think it probably did scare a lot of people off because there are so many elements to it. And so many right. people have never done a where ago, the overnight. We had to, I think we even had to maybe get a permit to be in that spot overnight. I'm not 100% That's on right. that. But, so, um, how long yeah. before you found something similar after this? Did you ever find anything that met all the things like this again? Or was this, I honestly, mean, awesome caches? We've talked about some of those, but um, did you ever find anything else like this after that? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't think anything that checks all of these boxes together. You know, maybe individually, a good wear go, a good night cash, or, you know, a good yeah. five five, but nothing that really combined all of these together. And and yeah, I'm fortunate for that because it, it just it was all so much at once that we got to do. Um, and so I, I at the, it's later in the video, but at the end, kind of yeah. one even better element is at the end, the whole path that we traced for hours i mean i think we took about six hours mm-hmm. on the gps at the end it, it traced out numbers in the woods so yeah here I'll, I'll pull it back up so uh, one really cool two he was just taking us straight through the woods i mean we weren't following a pass and and the thick right. florida brush you've got palmettos cutting at you there's some palmettos yeah. right there i mean we were just straight up yeah. right going bush real bushwhacking you know it was it was rough but but definitely worth it. There's the Rubik's cube. We got some Rubik's cube. I love Rubik's cubes. Always have. Used to teach them to people at camp. So this stage came up, and I was like, I'm happy to do it. I believe <laughs> all you had to solve was the white here. So you oh, solved okay. the white, cool. and it had some letters on each piece, and then you put them together, right. and it had the new code word. But I got to show off my Rubik's you cube skills, that. which was which was cool. Man. Yeah, and it, it was cool. It, it, we were very much trying to fit in with these new people we met, right? So you want to. Yeah. So it was a nice little kind of getting to prove myself moment. You know, not that it, yeah. at the end of the day is anything special, but it was kind of cool getting to to see it. This stage, honestly, if you get there with a group and you don't know how to do a Rubik's cube, I think the only option you can do is is to take it apart and put the pieces together because right. I don't know. I don't know what you could do. That's that was the only thing I'm like. Mm, that's that's kind of tough, but yeah. You know, I guess it's still possible to do it. I really hope people wouldn't do that, but you would hope, you would hope, but but you know they would. So somebody would, but yeah. But it was an experience. I mean, it was all night. The bonding with all those people was really good because 
we went through it, man. We, we were dirty and cut up and it seemed never ending. Um, and you, you'd get lost. You'd, you'd, you'd be going so good on the reflectors and you get to one and could not find that next one. And it just, it was a great experience. We, we got the final, made it right back to the, to the parking lot. And we're literally, we're just starting to say goodbye and the skies open up and it just pours. I mean, you know, that hard hurricane weather, rain. <laughs> so we kind of even had to interrupt the goodbyes and never just got in their cars and, and skedaddled. So it was a memorable one for sure. That's sad to hear it doesn't exist anymore. No. It's part of me that's a little selfishly like glad that I got to do it, you know. But yeah, no, I get that. Hopefully it will inspire some people to make, uh, make their own because, yeah, it was very unique. And the cash owner put in a lot of time, so very appreciative of that. But so I don't know if she she made it in to watch or not. Uh, if she is, uh, you know, definitely Sarah, please comment in the chat room if you made it in. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, I did you send her a note? I sent her a text. Yes, so hopefully she. Okay, cool. Hopefully I, she I don't did. know if she is, but because we're we're gonna talk about this one, and um, uh, we're not gonna. <laughs> We're going to talk about two. We're not going to talk – the one we're going to talk about here in a minute that you and Jesse did, I don't think we're going to show the videos for those. But uh, <laughs> I do want to show this one and talk a little about Saramba because uh, she was like your – you know, it was like Batman and Robin there for a while, <laughs> you and Sarah. And um, she was she was great. She was so great as a, um, as a duo with you two doing the videos because um, – you and you did a lot of them with a lot of different people, but um, talk a little bit about this one. Um, also gives a little plug to our, our friends um, at Space Coast. But let's let me bring this one up and we can talk a little bit about um, this cast. Sadly, it also is no longer there because um, they don't have their brick and mortar store anymore. But um, here I'll, I'll put I'll put on uh, audio. So, <laughs> goodness. So, a little backstory. I mean, people that watch the channel, I'm sure, probably put the pieces together at some point. But Sarah and I dated uh, for most of the time that I was running oh, this channel. Yeah, we we wait yeah. A, wait a minute. <laughs> Might be a surprise to some, but you know, I think if you watched enough, you would have pieced it together. But we met at the camp that we both went to growing up in Florida. And uh, yeah, she became my kind of geocaching partner in crime, and 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 she never reached that point of being as into it as I did. I she yeah. would, you know, she's that, that cacher that is happy to go along. Sometimes she'd log it, sometimes she wouldn't. You know, she just enjoyed the the adventure. But just she made her. the videos yeah. a lot of fun. She's a goofy, fun person. She um, did, and just would make me laugh. And, and and she, yeah, she she would make something that could have been a little bit boring. A little bit more fun, and and she got into it. She was also competitive, so we'd get to a point where you know we're we're both trying to beat the other and, and get on each other's cases. But this one, so you were you talking about the Space Coast one? Is one that you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. So it, I think it gets there in a minute. I think that uh, this might be a different one. So this one, large and unique, um, I believe, is us down in Miami doing some some. They're all oh, yeah, large yeah. sizes, right. um, but yeah. we did do that Space Coast one as well. Yeah, um, let me go to the Space Coast one. Hang on. Yeah, and I can talk a little bit as you're finding it. She, yep. she, so like I said, sometimes she was in it, sometimes she wasn't. This was a period where she was getting into geocaching, and I think she was coming up on her 
it's some milestone. I think it's the title of the video, maybe or hundredth, two hundredth. It is. So yeah. I said, let's do something big. You know, let's celebrate. That's a big deal. And so we went to yeah. At one point, the brick and mortar store of Space Coast Geocaching. Yeah. Uh, I think it was probably a solid like forty-five minutes, something like that, from from where we lived at the time. So it was a nice little trek over there. Um, and you'll you'll see in the video what happens, but. Uh, it was very cool. I, I, I always hoped that, and maybe there has been, maybe you guys can fill me in because I've been out of it a little bit, yeah. but the brick and, brick and mortar stores, I don't know if that ever really worked out with, you know, are there any out there anymore? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think there's any more. Well, yeah. Um, yeah hers going. Cash advance. Yeah. It is so still a brick and mortar. Yeah, it, that's uh, a brick and they, mortar one. They actually started moving one location to another location, brick and mortar, right as COVID hit. Uh, so so. It, it made them stumble for a little bit, right? But luckily they were able to do it. And as far as I know, they're still open brick and mortar, right? Yeah, cash advance? Yeah. Yeah, they've that's moved and they're, they're, right? they're yeah, brick and mortar. Very active, but I didn't know. So that's that one. And now there's a cafe, uh, a tea, a geocaching tea place. Yeah, there's Geo Two in Belgium. stuff, so they could kind of be considered brick and mortar. Gotcha. Um, That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. There's something about you know you have a passion this strong for something, being able to walk into an actual store. Yeah. And see, it, it just was a, a very cool uh, experience and feeling. So, so yeah, this was that was just we filmed that in the parking lot. We just gotten there. I had already seen what this was beforehand. <laughs> she had no idea what this was going to be, so it was a surprise for her. And uh, yeah, as you can see, there's Sarah. That's a goof. <laughs> being goofy as always. Uh, and at the time for me, that was the biggest animal can I'd ever seen. So it was pretty cool to, yeah. to see it. And, that is a big one. Yeah, it's pretty big, huh? So we, at some point in the video, it's so funny if you catch it. Behind me, you see uh, Barb, one of the owners, mm -hmm. poke her head out of the store. And so that, that, there's my little Tarantino yep. shot out of the, the car trunk. Um, yeah, behind me, I think you'll see it in a little bit where she she secretly pokes her head out and back in. I didn't notice it till I was editing, and I laughed. I no, laughed people pretty hard that. at it. That's incredible. Yeah, just people from all over. Oh, there yeah, she is. Look, there she is in the door. Stop <laughs> See, no idea yeah. she was there. And she was probably like, "Who are these people? What are they doing? What are they filming here?" Yeah. So we looked through, found the swag. I went and asked her if. I think I went and asked them if they were okay with me filming, and they said, "Yeah, right. sure." They were happy to have the, the yeah. promotion. So. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there we go. So it was her 300th. So that's pretty good for her. Yeah. Poster and everything. I like yeah, that. Yeah, poster. They had stickers that you could you could put on there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. We see Dale and Barb, what, Jesse, at least a couple times a year, probably. Um, yeah. Whenever we're at events, <laughs> um, you know, they're usually there. And we, you know, we don't. We don't bother them. They're it's kind of like um, Dave Reeves. They're they're busy selling. They're they're, they're making a living. But we usually stay stick, my head in, stick my head in. I'll, I'll say hi, and they're very nice. They'll you know they'll 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 say hi back. But yeah, I kind of I kind of miss the days of of places that had stores like this. I'm sure you do too, where you're like, oh my gosh, this place is incredible. So yeah, it was, it was no, cool to the, look uh, yeah. I think I don't want to gloss over it too because y'all did a big job of making your milestone something special. And I think a lot of people forget that, you know, because especially like power cashers, they're flying through milestones, right? But if you're, if you're not shooting them every five seconds, you're creating a memory there and it, it takes time, you know, it's good to take the time to make those milestones. You'll, you still remember that 300. 
You still today remember that one without a doubt, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's they, you know, they, we would, we would make the video better because of it, you know, or we would make it an event. And so, yeah, it led to usually more fun videos. We might not have gone off the couch and yeah, ever gone down to the store, which doesn't exist anymore. So it was a good, it was good motivation for that. One of my favorite videos, it worked out to be, it was my 100th video and my 1000 geocache. And, oh, wow. you know, right. I was like, we got to go all out, invited all these people who had been in some of the videos over the years and, and, you know, some of those people that were even at that nighttime one that we just watched the way right. ago and some of my friends and it was just such a, a fun celebration. And so, yeah, the, my, I agree. I think slowing down and, and really Scott's it puts it in perspective. Scott came back more on, so. than ugly sign. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Scott and Udak, some other people are out there, but everybody's, everybody, everybody wants to, so they're all, they're all, they're talking in the chat room. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hiding now. Yeah, I've been, been in, in Southern California. The whole time. <laughs> well, not the whole time, but some, for a while now. I've been logging caches out there. So, you know, Scott's like, I'm going to have to see him. So apparently you guys need to set up an event and you need to uh, get, and you got to coax uh, Patrick to come out to see you guys. So absolutely. And Scott is right. He makes the comment, people we meet are more important than the log we sign. Yeah, it's so true. Absolutely. It, it is very true. Um, yeah, so was doing some of my research, uh, I ran across uh, the fact that you did uh, a 1,000th. I think it was your 1,000th cash in Florida. Mm -hmm. Was it your 1,000th? Well, so I, I did. Oh, so I think the one you're talking about might be 500th, yeah. 500, yes, 500. Sorry, 500. <laughs> so... Um, and similar to the one that Jesse did, um, clothing optional. It was optional <laughs> for me too. I don't remember. It was close, which is pretty wild. So yeah, you did. You did a very tasteful video. Thank you, uh, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, did it as well. He did it in a skin suit. I don't know if you've seen that video, but check it out. It's one of those that you can buy for like a science class. Sure. So it's like a leotard. And it shows the the organs of the body, but he wanted to do it. He couldn't do it. Didn't want to do it like naked, but he did there it go all the way. Suit on. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, but um, but yeah, you 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 did it like serious, like get out and, and all the way, man. All the way. All I had left was the New Balances. It's funny that you you mentioned Josh because I went and did this video, and you know I was pretty nervous about. It. So the, to me. Like you're just talking about the milestones. This is such a good memory for me because this 500 was coming up, and I said, "What am I going to do for this?" And I reached out to the Orlando, I think it was called Central Florida Area Geocachers, and right. said, "Hey, what should I do?" And all these people came back with recommendations. So I, I just love that. It's such a cool, it's such a great community that they're supportive that way. And everyone said, "You got to go do this." And so I said, "All right." So I finally decided I'm going to do this. So I'm not going to do this by myself. I convinced Sarah to do it with me. Yeah, uh, and then that was the dilemma in my head was do I make a video or do I not? And I'm like, I gotta do the video, right? I gotta think about how I'm doing this, but we gotta do the video. Very and so I went, filmed it very carefully, very, very carefully. I will say there's some there's some footage on the, the cutting room floor that did not right. have to be edited out. For sure. a go live video type deal. This was exactly exactly this you wanna go back and watch it, and make sure you're good. Um, yeah. but I actually made this video. I put it on my channel and it stayed private for a little bit. And then finally I reached out to Josh because at the time I was part of the geocaching network and he was yeah. kind of 
getting that up and running. And I said, Hey, got this video. You know, I'm proud of it. This was crazy, but I want to check with you before I put this live. Like, are you okay with this? Because right. you know, it is for me, the channel was always as family friendly as I can make it. And the geocache network is, yeah. I think that's, what's been pretty cool about geocaching. I thought he was going to say no. He said, you know what? This is great. Go for it. And so I was happy to see him eventually go do the cache as well. But, yeah, we showed up early in the morning. Uh, this is on the, the owner's property. So mm -hmm. you're going to this guy's house. Um, he is a nudist. He's a proud nudist. And uh, you get inside, and there's there's a couple hangers, and that's where you, you strip down. So we took our, you know, very nervously took the clothes off, hung them on the thing. And then you've got a pretty far walk back to the cache. It's not right there. you got to walk through this property. It's kind of like open field, like cow pasture field a little bit from my memory. So you're kind of like, okay, I know no one's out here, but, like, what if they are? Like, you're, you're, you're a little nervous. And then uh, you're, you're a ways away from your clothes. Yeah, you're far away from the clothes. Exactly. And you're kind of like, what are, we, what are we doing here? This is crazy. And, and I wallet. thought your wallet, exactly. I, I thought the fine would be easy. For me, it was pretty hard. It was pretty uh, – the last person to put it away pretty good. So it took us a little bit of time, made the made the find. And at the time, people posted really funny pictures on their logs. That was kind of part of the tradition this year. You pose in a way where you're not showing anything, but you're naked. So yeah. Sarah and I, we were again, milestone, we're like, we got to do it up. So we did like a whole photo shoot, whole like calendar photo shoot, all these different angles on the ground, standing up, and those made it into the end of the video. Definitely yeah. some caution. Only, only if you want to see, because it's a little <laughs> scary, even for myself. But uh, it turned out to be a, definitely a memorable one. I'm glad that I pushed myself to do it. My family yeah. was like, "What are you talking about? Why did you do this?" And you know, that's it's about it's about new experiences. So that's good stuff. Uh, my experience was a little different with this cash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm a very suspicious person. <laughs> let, me, let me describe it in my way that I saw it, which I heard what he just said. That sounded great. But when I get there, there's park here. And I'm like, okay, nice area. It was a nice warm day. I'm like, cool. I'll go back there, you know. Um, and then I see the, the trailer that's there. No judgment. But sure. immediately I thought criminal minds and there's a camera out there. Like I felt like I was on camera as soon as I got there, like, security cameras i'm like this is a setup and i'm getting sure. set up like this and like this is like live streamed somewhere right um we uh, it was it was almost our milestone we actually made it our 8999 instead of 9000 milestone so, <laughs> nice. uh, i had to go with the where i go for 9000 but anyway that's different story. um but i get there and i'm walking back here and there's dogs barking everywhere there's, dogs were barking yes i remember that Cars like parked. I don't know if it's the owner's cars or somebody else's cars. I'm like, so is there other people here? Now, granted, I'm a very suspicious person, right? So I was like, when we got there, I was like, I'm fully. I don't care. I'll I'll streak naked. I don't care. <laughs> but we got there, and it's like there's this trailer there, and I'm like, is that a camera back there or what? So Christy was totally not. I'm like, my wife was there with me. I was like, nope, nope. That's not even a question. Sure. Even if he was going to do it, I was like, nope, you're not being – if I'm on camera, I'm on camera. You can't be on camera, right? Sure, sure. Um, and I don't know. I felt like I was being watched the whole time I was there. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, with you. I had the same okay, thought. Okay, it's not just me being paranoid. No, no, it's not just you. Yeah, yeah, you pull up and you're right there in front of this guy's house. And yeah, I remember the dog started barking. I was like, is this guy going to come out and greet us? Like, what? Is, this is crazy. And then <laughs> I started thinking, yeah. especially, yeah, there was cars. So it's like – 
are there other people at the cache already and we're going to walk up on each other? You know, it, it, it's, you're definitely on high alert. You know, you definitely were very out of your elements uh, for sure. But, you know, in, in my case, it worked out pretty well. I was telling you guys for the show, but sorry for everyone else listening. Uh, a couple years later, one, so we, we posted our pictures on the log, posted all of them. Cache owner really liked them, reached out, said, can we tile this as the background of the cache page? And I said, absolutely. I'm honored. That's, that's hilarious. So we put it on the cache page. Eventually changed it over time, but went to, to Geo, <laughs> Geo Woodstock. <laughs> went to Geo Woodstock. <laughs> um, when I was in Florida, and everyone there kept telling me as they ran into me, they're like, the owner of, of the cash is here. You got to go. You got to find him. Dale and Barb actually told me. I went by there. Just go find him. Right. So you got to find him. He's here. So I finally went and found him. He's got a T-shirt on that he printed. It oh says my. the name of the cash. He's got the GC code. It says, hey, you know, kind of while you're here at Woodstock, go find this cash. It's not too far. And right smack down the middle of the, the T-shirt is the picture of Sarah and I naked with our 500 sign. And, oh, man, it was it was just funny. It was interesting to meet the guy. Because you're not sure what to expect, right? And, Especially uh, your pictures on the pictures on him. He's wearing you on he's his. He's wearing shirt. you naked, and to be advertising that to all of Geo Woodstock was both an honor and kind of a <laughs> weird thing. So. Kind of wild, yeah. So <laughs> that's even thing thing more awkward. That also hasn't mentioned about the cash. And I'm assuming it was there when you were there. Um, the photo album. Interesting swag in this cash. So there's a photo book, like a physical photo book inside this cash. Or people have put their photos in there, like uh, Polaroid photos. Really? I don't know if I saw that. There were several. And I will tell you, it's not models. This was not a Victoria's Secret <laughs> catalog, by the way. Sure. This was people that some of them were not shy. And not the sure. were not shy. And they did not really? think about proper placement of cover-up stuff. So uh, we're, that's scary. Nudist. It may be more nudist people in this than cashers. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, yeah. Oh my. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think that was there for me. So were they, did they bring their own Polar Polaroid cameras, take it right there? I don't know how this, this transpired. So interesting. Uh, I don't know how this transpired, but you would think, like, without getting too graphic, ammo can, you use that to cover something up. Sure. You don't hold it up above your head. No, no, no. I had I held it in a very specific spot. But a lot of those photos. That. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I did not see that. That's, that's definitely. Shot. You don't normally see that no. in a cache. And now you know what you're going to, right? So it's not like there's sure. nothing tasteful about it, but other than photos, right? But I mean, <laughs> it shouldn't be there unless they're accompanied by an adult. Anyway, you know you're going to naked cache, so. Sure. There's no problem with it there, but it was still shocking. And I'm not, you know, that's shocking. Wow. <laughs> right, right. Now that that is shocking. I didn't see that. I saw the pictures on the in the logs, but that would have been a different experience. But yeah, it's 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 a unique one. It's certainly not for everybody. You know, you, you you'll know if you're interested in doing it. I, I was yeah, Josh, I was kind of wondering how will he do this? And I think he did it in the most Josh way he could, and it worked well for his video. And, it's, it's good stuff. So it's a it's a memorable one for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's you can take it a lot of different ways, but that is absolutely something that you're always going to remember. Always remember. That's a geocaching memory for sure. <laughs> sure, and I will. I will. I have had staff members that used to work for me at camp who to try and kind of give me a hard time. They'd find they would eventually find my channel and find that right. and be sent. And I'm like, hey, I'm the one that put it out there, so you, you can't embarrass me with it. That's you know, I made yeah. the choice. <laughs> 
I work but, a job with some people that know how to use computers pretty well. So sure. I had to be very careful with what I posted on that as well. Sure. I didn't want to post anything that I would be, you know, that would be hanging on my wall. Come, when I come back to high. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what my family's, my family yeah. was worried about that. They said, don't put And I said, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All so. yours are fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So as we start to wrap up tonight, I do want to mention, or let's talk about, um, you know, videos are still out here, which is awesome. Um, Geopad 92's geocaching adventures. I, 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 um, sort them by popularity just out of curiosity, just so we can wrap up tonight's discussion. But, um, yeah, um, your, the most evil one we talked about earlier is your 177,000 views, uh, which is incredible. That's, that's great on that cache. Um, this one was also uh, the clever cache is 133,000 views. And then it goes from there. There's a lot of great ones. Um, and just such good memories. I know for you watching, um, you know, this, you know, what, as you, you know, as we go through these and uh, as we're looking at them, what is, what are some other things that come to mind? As, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there, yeah. It is. there it is. There it is. Um, yeah, I, I've got those memories of kind of my my private side of it. You know, my friendships, my relationships, my adventures. But when I'm also looking at these, what I what I really grew to love about this experience is two things. One, the connection to the community that it allowed me to have. Everyone was such, especially I kind of came in towards the beginning. <clears throat> you know, Josh kind of was that first mega mega star and you know it always everybody's kind of growing together so everybody would always comment on those videos and inspire each other's and it was just a great community and then when i would go to events mega events people right. would come up to me who i had never met before and said i love your videos i've watched them all you know and and to have that instant connection was so cool and for me you know never in a fame way just in a now we have something to talk about. You know, it just broke that awkward barrier that sometimes people have when they're meeting people. And it was just like, cool, let's talk. And all these people that I would meet through videos I, I would geocache with. Or when I did my big road trip, I stayed with people at right. their house who I'd never met in person before, but I developed relationships, you know, through through these videos. So that was yeah. cool. People would bring their kids up to me and say, you know, our, our kids sit at home and watch these all day. And like the, the, that meant a lot to me. I always wanted to keep it, like I said, pretty family friendly so kids could enjoy it. Right. Um, but some of these big ones, you're looking at the you know, cryptics and the most evil people would yeah. put, would contact me and say, Hey, I live in Norway and I watched your video and I got inspired. And now I placed that kind of cash. That right. was probably the best because for me, I do really love those creative ones. And I think that's what keeps people interested in geocaching. It can get a little bit of a bummer when you're finding just kind of very simple, easy ones over and over. And so yeah. the fact that hopefully this channel helped inspire a lot of more creative caches out there, that's that to me was such a, a great takeaway. And, and I hope it still does. That's what I like about it. It's still up there. People still find it. I'm not active with it. So, you know, it probably doesn't come up in the search results as much as it used to. Um, but, you know, they're there if somebody wants to go watch them. And that includes myself. You know, every once in a while I'll get the itch. I'll go back and watch. And to get to see my friends and, and family, it, it's just great to, to be able to see it. So it was great. It was, a, it was a, a really good experience for sure. Yeah. You know, it's something that, Maybe uh, you know as time goes on, possibly you think you might make a video. Yeah, I know you you thought about you've got some ideas in your head about maybe doing some videos 
you think you'll sure. yeah, yeah good question it's 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 right around my brain i always go back and look and it's funny the the last one is my dad and i geocaching yeah it was and, uh which was cool to end on he was someone that was always into it with you know he would always go with me and to get him in a video was pretty cool and at the time it's like with most things in life right you don't know this is the end you don't know this is right. the last time you're doing something so i didn't know at that time yeah. um and for whatever reason sequence of events that was the last one i did so yeah, I like that that one's been there, but for sure, I always go back and look, and and I've had the itch. Do I do I do this? My my first time thinking about that was when I did the big road trip around the country, and I thought, yeah. you know, it, is there a you know this is the perfect opportunity to do something like this. I made the call to not because I wanted to, I wanted to experience that road trip to its fullest. And right. I know when I was getting into the the real serious grind of this channel, doing it every week. Yeah, it, it becomes business, which is you know great if you can make it so. But I didn't want to experience the country through the lens; I wanted to just see it, and so right. I didn't that time. Um, but I have that urge to do that again, and I, I'm looking at you know this was something I really enjoyed, I had fun with. I think I was able to grow it. Um, I, for, I, right now, I'm sitting on just about four thousand subscribers. That was a dream, you know, for me. Even ever, I thought a hundred would have been cool. So. Right. I would love to. My brain's been kicking around the different ideas of how can I do something similar, but maybe a little different. So the idea of vlogging, maybe more than geocaching, with geocaching still in there. Traveling, yeah. I made a, a Zion video and got good feedback on that. So you know, trying to to kind of get it all together, all these interests I have and do it um, would be great. And to have already a base of people who had yeah. supported you and were very kind, even people in the comments tonight. To start from there would be would be great. So it's yep. definitely a very realistic uh, option here, I think, uh, for the near future. So I'm excited by the the idea. Yeah, well, well we are too, and and we just and I feel the same way. We've we've both uh, felt that where you know, and it's when you're somewhere and you're like, I want to I want to enjoy the moment. I don't want to film anything uh periodically i'll do a periscope from a from a location which is kind of a little different but i mean you're kind of in a sense filming something and uh there's many times where i i just haven't done it or i haven't filmed something for to be used later uh once in a while we'll show something that either jesse and i have filmed and we'll show it on the on the, the podcast but um yeah, there, there's something to be said, and you're, you're exactly right, where you just want to enjoy the moment. You know, so many people don't. Um, in fact, I know that a lot of places, uh, a lot of, like, music venues, they make you put your phone in a bag and lock it up because they don't – people want to watch somebody singing. They don't want to watch you holding your stupid camera up, you know, yeah. getting some lousy photo or lousy video <laughs> – of somebody and you're staring, you're trying to watch, you know, I'm trying to watch this person sing and all I'm seeing is some person with their camera up in their, you know, so I can't see anything. Yep. So I like the fact that they make in some venues, uh, they make people lock their phones away. Uh, you know, which we always face that, don't we? Like with social media or anything else, like you want to share experiences with your family and friends or your 8 million friends. If you're on, you know, you're an Instagram person or whatever, but, you want to share those with people, but you have to balance it between is it time to share or is it time to just set it down and this is a personal experience I'm going to go through. And, you know, 
when you're doing vlogs or podcasts or whatever else, you, you do want to strike that balance, right? Like you don't want them all to be this or all to be that. So you do have to strike that balance. And sometimes you just have to set the camera down for a while. Like, you know, you're like, I, I need to do this for myself. Um, that doesn't mean you couldn't write it up later, but you, you can't always live your life through the lens, right? Sometimes you want to share those things and sometimes less is more. Do a little bit of it and then, you know, share that part of the experience or whatever. But that's exactly right. You, you don't want it to become work. Like Scott said, if it becomes work. This game is not supposed to be work. This game is supposed to be fun and something that you can you can go through life with. You can share it with your family and friends. And I think you said it perfectly earlier. Like, you know, once a geocacher, always a geocacher, right? So you can, you've been active the whole time. You know, you went up and down in the numbers and you didn't realize that you had still found some every single year even through life changes and everything else. But even if you hadn't found some in three years and you went to go visit your brother and he goes, Hey, we're going to go find a geocache. You would pick that up just like that. Mm-hmm. You can always, it's like going home, right? It, you know, you go home to visit your family or you go home, or you go somewhere to visit a cache or you go to a new area. It doesn't matter how long it's been since you've cached. This game is still around and you can pick it up at any time. Hopefully it'll be around forever, right? It's been around 20 years now, which is awesome. Which is crazy. That's exciting. But 20 years, and you know, hopefully they'll be around another 20 years, but forever as a geocacher, if you're visiting a friend or meeting a brand new person, haven't cached in a year, you could pick that up right now and do it again. And with any of your friends, even if you don't have to do something every day, it's not like, I don't know, I don't, I don't play golf, but it's not like golf where you like have to practice all the time to be good. You're good as a geocacher if you're just a geocacher, right? You've got it figured out. So I think it's a great thing like that, whether you're videoing it or whether you're just doing it for yourself, you can always pick it back up again. Absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. Well, very well said. I agree completely. So as we wrap up tonight, you know, um, Pat, we're so so thankful that you you came on. We we uh, as you know, you guys say I'm a I'm a huge fanboy, and we, we <laughs> loved loved your videos. Uh, we miss you. We we hope we hope that you do some videos. You know, in the future, um, we we'd love to see you just get out and you know, with some friends and, and film a cache or two and, and just get into that. And cause you know, there's, there's a lot, uh, you, you bring a lot to, to the, you know, to the, um, to the group and, uh, it, it means a lot to us. So hopefully, you know, we, we, uh, did a little intervention tonight with you and get you to get back out there and do <laughs> some, even if you don't, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thankful that, you did the ones you did, and I'm just thankful that you still love the sport and uh, that you get out and you enjoy getting out in 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 nature and in you know that's that's obviously the more important thing is just the fact that you and you still enjoy it. It means a lot to us, and um, you know keep us in mind. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know we'll see you down the road in, in events or whatever. I know the the South South Car- South Carolina, the Southern California area folk want to see you so um i may uh push stuff towards you once in a while with uh hey there's an event and you know you might want to go see everybody and all that so the same thing but um again um you know uh thank you thank you again so much we appreciate you thank you guys i mean it it's uh, yeah, I would be lying if I said I'm. I'm this hasn't been a, that intervention. Yeah, you know, it's getting me excited and, and seeing 
these people that you know I haven't seen their name pop up for years. It's, it is exciting, and it's such a good community. That, that's what I have really loved all, always about it. Honestly, Kyle wants to kidnap you and go on a road trip. I'm I'm up for that. I with that that road trip I did, I you know, experienced a little bit. Like I said, there were some very nice geocachers said, "Hey, you can come crash at my place for the night." So maybe maybe I do another trip, and it's a geocaching yeah. based one around the country, and then. I, I like meeting people. Uh, yeah. There's been a geocaching film made. I see the poster right behind That's Gary right. there, Treasure. That's right. Uh, you were part of that. Yeah. A little bit part of that. And I, I knew the director at UCF. There yeah. has not been, or, or maybe there has, and I've not seen it, but there's not been, in my eyes, the the quintessential geocaching documentary yet. A right. full-length one. A we full need length. one. I agree. I love documentary. I went to school for film. I still have a passion for it. Yeah. And so there's that, you know, little small inkling. Or there, there's oh, still yeah. so many opportunities here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think this has been wonderful. I've, I've enjoyed getting to talk with you guys, hear your stories as well. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you having me. And uh, these videos were number one for me. But for you know, number two, yeah, it was for everyone else, and and you you like getting that feedback. It's good to know that other yeah. people are enjoying it. So I appreciate you saying so. Thanks for having yeah. me. Awesome. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch, and we'll hopefully get to see you uh, see you a little bit down the road. Um, you know, I know Jesse and I want to get out to Yuma, and Yuma's not too far from you, so yeah, that's, that's a great that's a great mega. So, all right. Well, again. Thank you so much, and we're going to do our outro. Thanks, everybody, for being on and asking questions and everything. Appreciate everybody. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. There we go. Good night, everybody. Good night.